Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. Now, in its 175th year, Hillsdale is a truly independent institution where learning is prized and intellectual enthusiasm is valued. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to Hillsdale for their sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. I'm Mark Levin. Our number is 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Mr. Kalskern, are you handling the board? It is you? Why well, you guys sound alike? It's very strange. Well, welcome, folks. I have, hope you had a good Easter. And uh, I'm sure most of you did. You know, as I, as I listen... To Joe Biden, the Democrat Party, and the uh, corrupt media in this country. And this is what happens in communist and fascist regimes. They're changing the language to accommodate their, their theories and their agendas. So now bipartisan means to Joe Biden if Moody's agrees with him. Or if they find some phony poll that shows that some Republicans agree with him. Not whether or not he is a single Republican in the House or the Senate supporting anything he's doing. He doesn't have a single Republican who supports this H.R. 1 S. 1. The Destroy Voting Act of America. He doesn't have a single Republican that supported that so-called Relief Act where 9% actually went to coronavirus and fighting it. He doesn't have a single Republican supporting this latest $2.5 trillion massive spending bill. Not one. But he keeps saying he has bipartisan support. This is what Marxists and fascists do. They lie to the American people, in this case, but they lie to their own people over and over and over again until the people believe it. Now we have this word infrastructure. Infrastructure. Now we all know what infrastructure means. It's something that's physical. It's not broadband. It's not the welfare state. It's not the Marxist and neo-Marxist agenda. It's roads. 
highways, tunnels, airports. Pretty much. They keep talking about fixing the infrastructure, fixing the infrastructure. But when the overwhelming majority of the money being proposed here is to be spent on more redistribution of wealth, expanding the welfare state, even beyond the first bill, because they've decided to implement salami tactics, Mussolini's salami tactics. One bill for COVID release, but we'll stick 89%, 90%, 95% other stuff in there. Now we've got another one on infrastructure. We'll put 70 80% other stuff in there. And then we have a bill behind that called Infrastructure for Families and Americans. Then we'll put another 80% in there where we have trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars spent. And, of course, most of it is laundered through their groups, their nonprofit organizations, their Democrat members of the House, their Democrat senators, their Democrat mayors, they're Democrat governors. This is the biggest ripoff of the American people, especially Republicans, especially people who voted for Donald Trump. They are redistributing not just wealth, they are redistributing wealth, resources, power from one citizen to another, from one group of citizens to another. They are trying to weaken the Republican Party so it really is irrelevant. In the future. And I notice a lot of the things I'm saying here that I say on my Fox show and I say on Levin TV in the next 24 to 48 hours are repeated. That's okay. I'm just pointing it out. I know that's why you're here. But this is exactly what's going on. They want a one party country, they want to empower the Democrat Party, party before country. All of these massive spending bills, all of them. Redistribute wealth from you to them. Notice also what words you don't hear as they're changing the nomenclature. You never hear about the individual. You never hear about liberty. You never hear about personal responsibility or hard work or accountability. You never hear about any of those things. Because those things don't empower government. They empower individuals. So now infrastructure means the entire plethora, the entire panoply of Democrat left-wing proposals that they've been trying to push through. That's now infrastructure. And they change other words too. Race and racism. Everything is racist. In other words, if you object to the radical agenda that's taking place, You're obviously a racist, whether it's economic, social, cultural, or yes, racial. If you dare to raise your head and say something, you'll be decapitated. If you dare to raise your hand, you'll be canceled. Because the agenda is to weaken weaken the culture. In other words, destroy the Republican Party as an effective political force and weaken the culture so the Democrat Party and the Democrat base can control. This is exactly what they're doing. So the word racism doesn't have any meaning anymore. The word gender doesn't have any meaning anymore. 58 flavors. I don't even know. Past two. What the hell there are. But it doesn't seem to matter. 
So gender means nothing. Racism now is just another word. Infrastructure means whatever Biden and the Democrats say it does. Bipartisan means partisan. It's incredible what's taking place in this country. Meanwhile, as I speak, the southern border is flooded. Flooded. Yes, flood the zone, as I keep saying. Cloward and Pivens. That's exactly what's taking place. Flood the zone. That's right, Stevens. Flood the zone. Flood the southern border. Break the system. Break ice. Break the border control. Then blame the system. And then take control. Does Joe Biden seem concerned one whit about what's going on on the southern border? Kamala Harris, her first duty that was handed to her, she's AWOL. She's nowhere to be found dealing with that southern border. The idea that the president and or vice president of the United States don't go down there to see with their own eyes what the hell's going on is shocking. Shocking. And we all know that if Donald Trump were president of the United States, what the Democrats would be saying and what the media would be saying. The media... I wrote a whole book on it, on freedom of the press, completely in the back pocket of the left, of the Democrat Party. It's not even debatable anymore. It's not even a debate. We have a once-in-a-lifetime, a a generational moment here, ladies and gentlemen, according to Biden and a handful of his cabinet members, propagandists that they're sending across the country. Once-in-a-lifetime, once-in-a-generational opportunity to do what? to spend trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars to push this country further and further towards the core, the fundamental Marxist belief system. Never do they talk about capitalism unless they attack it. Never do they talk about free enterprise unless they attack it. Never. Remember they used to talk about trickle-down economics when it came to Ronald Reagan? We had the most massive economic explosion of growth and wealth and jobs and opportunity in American history, followed by Donald Trump, who did pretty much the same thing. They called that trickle-down, trickle-down economics, when in fact it was all bottom-up. Let me introduce another term to you that I used years and years ago, but let me breathe some new life into it under the circumstances. Trickle-down government. All of these decisions, unlike capitalism, where all the decisions really are based bottom-up, you decide what you're going to eat. You decide what you're going to drive. You compare prices. You decide if you're going to buy from a retail store or Amazon. You're the one who makes all these decisions. When it comes to government, you make none of these decisions. It's all top-down. You don't even know what the hell's going on. They're doing it in secret. Go bold, go big, go fast. You have no idea. No idea. But when it comes to the free economy, the open economy, you make all the decisions. When you go into the store, no, I want chicken breasts, I want chicken thighs, I want this milk, I want that milk. You have a thousand things you can decide from. A thousand things you can decide from. But when it comes to government, you have nothing you can decide. It's decided for you. Iron-fisted, brass-knuckle tyranny. And the more they take over, the less decisions you get to make for yourself and your family. Trickle-down government. 
echo chamber, you're out there. Pay attention. Trickle-down government. That's what you're seeing. And we all know that the political uh, forces out there, their surrogates, their friends, the bureaucracy, always takes a cut of the action, like the mob. They always take the cream off the top. That's what they do. Oh, we need to hire more bureaucrats. We need more government contractors. Oh, yes, yes. It has to go through the cities and the mayors. It has to go through the governors. It just, by the time it gets to the people, it's some small percentage of the dollar that they're redistributing. It's all about building a power base for the Democrat Party. It's all about building a power base because, yes, Biden does want to run again. But whether he does or not is beside the point. It's all about strengthening their power, their party. Now, what about these massive spending bills? What do they attack? What else? Your private property rights. When they raise taxes, and they're raising taxes on each and every one of you who's listening to me, they lie through their teeth, and by now you shouldn't be caught flat-footed anymore. No more. Joe Biden tried to lie his way into the nomination. Now he's lied his way as President of the United States. I'm telling you the truth. This man is a psychotic, serial liar. That's what he is. When they raise taxes, first of all, what are taxes? Taxes mean that money is taken from you. Regardless of what level of government, regardless of what they call property, income, user, uh, sales, whatever it is. Money is being taken from you and your family. Sometimes it's legitimate. Even Adam Smith wrote about it in Wealth of Nations. They're legitimate things. We need our roads. In other words, we need common areas and things done. We need our police. We need our fire department. We understand all that. We're not crazy. We understand all that. But when it comes to the Marxist program of taxing people just because you can, of taking their money just because you can, of building some fantasy and fiction around it that you're redistributing wealth because... Some people are so rich and some people are so poor, as if the poor people somehow are going to get that money, and they won't. That's just confiscation. And they use the Marxist language, always class warfare, always class war. Oh, the rich did better, and you know, the poor this, and if you're under 400,000, always lying, always class warfare. That is Marx. That's not Locke and Montesquieu. That's not Burke. That's not your constitution. Private property rights. It's one thing to tax people to pay for that which we all need. It's another thing to tax people, to punish successful people, and to move money from Republicans to Democrats. To move money from hardworking people, and in many cases, to no working people. Even to people who've just arrived here illegally. The rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer, they always say. That's not true. If a rich man gets richer, it doesn't mean a poor person's getting poor. Again, Marxist propaganda. This false religion. And where does it get us, ladies and gentlemen? Point to one Marxist regime where there's more liberty, where there's more private property rights. Just one. Oh, China. Right. Don't even think about it. 
So they're taking an ideology, the core elements of the ideology, they're imposing them on this country as fast as they can with no mandate whatsoever. You know what they call that where I'm from, Mr. Producer? Tyranny. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Hillsdale College serves four purposes, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Education and faith thrive in freedom, and freedom requires an educated people of good character to preserve it. Hillsdale College has been providing the education needed to preserve free government for over 175 years. It continues these efforts today. Not only its 1,500 undergraduate and graduate students, but nationwide through its free online courses, its support of classical K-12 through charter schools, and its other outreach efforts on behalf of liberty. Hillsdale's Articles of Association, dating way back to 1844, commit the college to preserving civil and religious liberty through the provision of sound learning. This learning includes the Constitution and the laws of nature and nature's God, as described in the Declaration of Independence. It includes America's great heritage of liberty that too often today is falsely derided or denied. Hillsdale's motto? Pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844. It will continue to fight to live up to that motto, come what may. Learn more at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. A Democrat-aligned advocacy group, writes Axios, is kicking off a six-figure campaign backing President Biden's mammoth infrastructure spending measure, starting with ads targeting constituents of Senators Joe Manchin and Susan Collins. Uh, These are the so-called open society groups, and it's too bad that Soros has stolen that phrase. Um, And Soros is behind this. His groups are putting up $20 million for this effort. So why does Soros want massive government spending? Massive debt. Why does Soros want that? Does anybody know? Often I get the question, why do billionaires so hate the country? You need to think about this. Why is Soros so rich? Because he manipulates currencies. He manipulates economies. He doesn't play fair. He doesn't play straight. Remember how he almost destroyed Great Britain and their economy? Because, among other things, he's a currency player. So the more debt America's in, this guy has no conscience and no morals, even since he was a young man. I won't get into it again, but you understand. He wants the currency to collapse. He's betting against us. Hillsdale College serves four purposes, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Education and faith thrive in freedom, and freedom requires an educated people of good character to preserve it. Hillsdale College has been providing the education needed to preserve free government for over 175 years. It continues these efforts today, not only its 1,500 undergraduate and graduate students, but nationwide through its free online courses, its support of classical K-12 through charter schools, and its other outreach efforts on behalf of liberty. Hillsdale's Articles of Association, dating way back to 1844, 
commit the college to preserving civil and religious liberty through the provision of sound learning. This learning includes the Constitution and the laws of nature and nature's God, as described in the Declaration of Independence. It includes America's great heritage of liberty that too often today is falsely derided or denied. Hillsdale's motto, pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844. It will continue to fight to live up to that motto, come what may. Learn more at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. Levin, tough as hell. That's why I like Mark Levin. And I'm not sure a lot of people like him. He's tough as hell. But I like him. I love him. Call in now. 877-381-3811. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to get the CBS, which uh, did a real smear job of Governor DeSantis. In fact, I spoke to the governor yesterday. It's one of the reasons we ran we ran a, re- a rerun on Easter Sunday. It was with Governor DeSantis. And uh, and also CBS strongly encouraging people to boycott uh, Georgia and to put pressure in lobby companies uh, that are not throwing in in the boycott, how to lobby those companies. Really, just appalling. This is a – I got to believe that William Paley, who founded uh, the Columbia Broadcasting Service or system, will be thoroughly disgusted by the uh, clowns that have taken it over. And they are clowns. Now, uh, I want you to hear, uh, we'll get to that and a lot of other stuff, but I want you to hear uh, Bernie Sanders on infrastructure. Cut four, Mr. Producer, four, go. What we are proposing, what the president is proposing is bipartisan, vast, you know, millions and millions of Republicans, independents, and Democrats understand. You see how, they, you see how they've now changed the language? Millions and millions of Republicans and independents. That, that's not what's meant by that. What's meant by that is you're dealing with a, a legislature. You're dealing with Congress, and you can't get a single Republican who represents the people to support you. And so they, they just paper over this like it's no big deal and plow ahead with their, their fascistic-slash-Marxist agenda. Go ahead. ...sees that they face that we face as a nation and want to go forward. Unfortunately, you have a... We're not going forward by massive debt. We're not going forward by trickle-down government. We're not going forward by building more buildings to government, hiring more bureaucrats for government, more paperwork, more redistribution of wealth. That's not going forward. That's going backwards. That doesn't create wealth. It steals and destroys wealth. If, in fact, all this government spending created opportunity, wealth, jobs. We've been doing this now since the great society, and before that, the New Deal. We wouldn't have poverty, now would we? Go ahead. In the Congress, who are moving very far to the right, who are not only ignoring what the American people want to see done, uh, they are often ignoring what people in their own party so, so, so you see, now Bernie Sanders talks for Republicans and you. And the Republicans you see are moving very, very far to the right. How are they moving very, very far to the right? Susan Collins moving very, very far to the right? This is so preposterous to have a communist like this telling us about the Republican Party and what we believe. But as they say, the proof is in the pudding. And the pudding is this. 
They're in a rush. They want to ram things through the first 90 to 100 days. Biden wants to ram through this latest massive, massive spending bill, uh, which gives out all kinds of money to his uh, friends and uh, surrogates and party by Memorial Day. So there is no real deliberative process. There is no real legislative process, none whatsoever. There is a propaganda campaign coming out of the mouths of demagogues, supported by a corrupt media. We've been through this cycle many, many times, but that's precisely what's taking place. Go ahead. Let me tell you something. If you are a Republican mayor uh, in this country, you understand that you need significant help for infrastructure. Uh, We're not talking about infrastructure. We're not talking about roads and highways and tunnels and airports. That's a tiny fraction of what they're doing. But Bernie Sanders knows better than anybody, a friend of the old Soviet Union, a friend of the Castros, whether in person or not, a friend of the regime in Venezuela before he wasn't. Bernie Sanders knows exactly, exactly what he's doing, which is lying through all seven of his teeth. Go ahead. You are a Republican in an agricultural area. You understand what climate change uh, is doing to the your ability to produce. What is he the crop. saying? You're a Republican. You understand what climate change is doing. What does this have to do with infrastructure? Absolutely nothing. We've already. Mankind has already tried Bernie Sanders' way, and there's been a hundred million deaths as a result. It's called Marxism. A hundred million dead people and over a billion enslaved. How many more experiments do we have to do to accommodate the likes of an old red like Bernie Sanders, who represents a very diverse state we call Vermont? I think it's the least diverse state in the country. So this crap that he's peddling has been peddled now since, uh, since the Communist Manifesto and slightly before. How many more people have to be impoverished? How many more people have to be enslaved? How many more people have to die as a result of this ideology? Seriously. We act like this has never been done before. You're going to take the most prosperous, beneficent, diverse, tolerant, free society mankind has ever known since the beginning of mankind. And you're going to swap it for another decrepit, iron-fisted, top-down, impoverished ideology? Who voted for that? Notice they always lie. Biden says, no, I beat the socialist. As he moves left to Bernie Sanders for his legacy. Notice they have to change words and put weird titles on bills. Notice they have to ram things through. Notice they have to lie about their opponent. Oh, they favor Jim Crow. I don't know a damn Republican who favors Jim Crow, for God's sakes. The Democrats know all about Jim Crow, but they pretend they don't. Go ahead. Uh, that, you, that you need. Ah, shut up, you freak. That's right, you freak. You left-wing kook. You should be on a corner somewhere in a raincoat. Unshowered for eight days, trying to peddle used cigarettes. That's what you would do to the rest of us, you jerk. Nobody ever challenges this guy. He only It's like Fauci. He only goes where he's... Lavished praise upon. Unchallenged in any significant way. This jerk, he wouldn't come on any of my platforms to debate me. Even before I called him a jerk. 
because I know what he is and I know who he is. Now, all of a sudden, the word infrastructure is like the word is when Bill Clinton was testifying under oath in front of a grand jury. Depends what the word is, is. Depends what the word infrastructure means. It just depends. Nah. What they're doing to our country, it's unbelievable. It truly is unbelievable. Now we have this Jennifer Granholm, who used to be a hack on MSLSD or CNN. And uh, was a lousy governor in Michigan. But that's okay. She's on CNN. Cut five, go. And we hope that Republicans can join their constituents so, across the country. So, see, this is the pro- Everyone's handed a line. I'm telling you, they got this from Woodrow Wilson, who got it from the book called Propaganda. They came out in the 1920s. And they're all out there saying exactly the same. We want Republicans to join their constituency. Their constituency. People say, I'm jealous of the Democrats. I mean, I've said this in the past. They get their message down. They know how to say it. I'm not jealous of them at all. I despise them. I despise how they import into our country. These ideologies that came out of France and Germany. How they reject the Western Enlightenment. How they reject Judeo-Christian values. And they just plow ahead as a party, shoulder to shoulder, marching in line, pushing their agenda, never telling us the truth, never telling us their end game, never giving us a blueprint, just always stirring the pot, creating crises, destabilizing the country, dispiriting the people. This is what they do. And unity is unity on their terms, as I've said before. For them, unity is conformity. And conformity must be enforced. Whether you're a college professor or a college student, whether you're a parent in Loudoun County, whether you're an author, whether you're a broadcaster, unity means conformity, and conformity must be enforced. The hell with freedom of speech. Big media, big tech, big government, they're all in it together. They don't care about freedom of speech. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Hillsdale College serves four purposes. Learning, character, faith, and freedom. Education and faith thrive in freedom, and freedom requires an educated people of good character to preserve it. Hillsdale College has been providing the education needed to preserve free government for over 175 years. It continues these efforts today. Not only its 1,500 undergraduate and graduate students, but nationwide through its free online courses, its support of classical K-12 through charter schools, and its other outreach efforts on behalf of liberty. Hillsdale's Articles of Association, dating way back to 1844, commit the college to preserving civil and religious liberty through the provision of sound learning. This learning includes the Constitution and the laws of nature and nature's God, as described in the Declaration of Independence. It includes America's great heritage of liberty that too often today is falsely derided or denied. Hillsdale's motto, pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844. It will continue to fight to live up to that motto, come what may. Learn more at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. 
Georgia, you're on my mind. Now, we talked about here first all the contracts over the course of the last 10 years or so that Major League Baseball has entered into with the genocidal communist regime, China. But it's interesting, uh, our sports industries, that is, the leagues, the players, and in some cases the broadcasters have all sold out to the genocidal regime in communist China. They'd rather talk about racist America, systemically racist America, rather than systemically genocidal communist China. Because they see this as a massive new market, and LeBron James doesn't really believe in free speech, Steph Curry doesn't either, when it comes to the communist Chinese. Steph Curry says he's concerned about the treatment of Asians in America, so he put on a new set of sneakers. Is he concerned about the Asians being slaughtered in Asia, that part of the world, by the communist Chinese? Not a word. No new sneakers, no t-shirts, no hat, no bumper stickers, nothing. Because he's a fraud. He's your typical liberal. He's a fraud. So Major League Baseball, as we discussed, they boycott Georgia. But now we find out they signed a new deal. Major League Baseball is protesting what happened in Georgia. They don't know what the hell they're protesting. They have no idea. Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred. Your mother must be very disappointed in you, Rob. They just signed a deal with Tennyson on Wednesday. One of China's largest tech companies. It's one of the Chinese firms that briefly dropped NBA games in 2019 after former Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morley, who was viciously attacked by LeBron James and ESPN. Publicly voiced support for pro-democracy protesters facing a Beijing-backed crackdown in Hong Kong. The New Deal grants Tennyson right to stream Major League Baseball games, and we, we touched on this on Friday, but I want to underscore the point. In a number of Asian countries until 2023. So we should boycott Major League Baseball because of its human and civil rights record. We're not even talking about voting. We're talking about living. Living. We're not talking about drop boxes. We're talking about people dropping dead. No. Major League Baseball has a horrific human rights record. As does the National Basketball Association. A horrific human rights record. Given what they're doing and given what they've done. To the people of Georgia, by the way, which is so outlandish. People have made the point. That early voting in Georgia has been expanded to 17 days. New Jersey expanded it to nine days and was saluted by Stacey Abrams. That was pointed out by uh, Governor Christie. We'll get to him in a minute after the uh, top of the hour. And I want to salute him. I don't normally salute him. But he did a hell of a job. When George Stephanopoulos and that, uh, and that circle uh, libs, we'll call it circle libs that day, uh, Sunday, he was the one who stood up. And did an excellent job. Every Republican governor in the country should do exactly what the governor of Texas did. Governor Greg Abbott. He wrote the president 
of Business Operations and Chief Operating Officer for the Texas Rangers, Neil Liebman. He said, thank you for the invitation to throw out the first pitch at the Texas Rangers home opening game. I was looking forward to it until Major League Baseball adopted what's turned out to be a false narrative about the election law reforms in Georgia. And based on that false narrative, moved the Major League Baseball All-Star game from Atlanta. It's shameful that America's pastime is not only being influenced by partisan political politics, but also perpetuating false political narratives. The state of Texas was proud to help Major League Baseball host last season's National League playoff games and the World Series in Arlington. But I will not participate in any event held by Major League Baseball, and the state will not seek to host the All-Star Game or any other Major League Baseball special events. Well said, Governor. And governors of every single state who are Republicans should join arms and do exactly the same thing. Because corporate America, I said this last week, I'm done helping corporations, I'm done supporting corporations. It's funny how these things, the echo chamber, Rush was right about the echo chamber. Talk radio is the point of the spear. Talk radio is the point of the spear. He used to call me the cleanup hitter. Well, here I am, the cleanup hitter. And I'm pointing out to you that Major League Baseball is at war with Republicans and the Republican Party. It has taken sides. It has now joined the Democrat Party and all the liars, frauds, fakes, and phonies Included in that party. The voting rights law passed in Georgia is more liberal than the voting rights law that exists in Delaware. In a number of respects. It's more liberal than the voting rights law that exists in New York in a number of respects. It's more liberal than the voting rights law that exists in New Jersey in a number of respects. But these corporatists whether they are actually managing these corporations and leagues or sitting on their boards, these corporatists are frauds. They're leftists. It's a whole new group of corporatists that have come in here, a whole new group of, of commissioners and so forth, relatively freshly minted, who have no scruples and take you for granted. Well, Major League Baseball has a horrific human rights record, as does the National Basketball Association. Horrific. And they hate you. Republicans, they hate you. So you keep that in mind. Keep that in mind when you're watching professional sports. Basketball, baseball, football. They're all off my list. I'm always looking for MMA action, UFC or college activities and so forth. I'll be right back. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. I'm Mark Levin. Our number is 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I think it was Senator Rubio. It could have been another, but I think it was Senator Rubio who found and tweeted out 
that in order to get a ticket at the will call window to watch a baseball game, you need to have ID. But we all knew that, didn't we, Mr. Producer? And so there's Major League Baseball, as typical, these frauds and phonies. Well, what if somebody doesn't have an ID? What if it's a poor person? What if it's a minority? What does Major League Baseball do about that? What do all their multi-millionaire players do about that? What about the Players Association? Are they going to make any demands? Are they going to make any demands that Major League Baseball and the baseball team stop asking people for identification when they go up to the will call windows? How about identification when they ask people about going into their stadiums? You know, 9-11 wasn't that long ago. More and more reasons you needed ID. But not for voting. Why? Because the Democrat Party wants fraud. It's that simple. The Democrat Party wants people voting who shouldn't vote. Want people voting more times than once. That's what they're doing. It's the same Democrat Party half a century ago that tried to use the voting system to prevent black people from voting. It's the current Democrat Party that is trying to corrupt the voting system. Isn't it amazing? It's always the same party scheming. The party of the Confederacy and slavery and segregation and Jim Crow. Always crowing about Jim Crow. Well, Governor Christie did a good job on ABC's This Week. Of course, I never watch it. Who the hell wants to watch that crap? But nonetheless, we looked at some of the clips today and I said, you know what, this is worth, worth pointing out. Christie on ABC's This Week, hat tip, right scoop, cut nine, go. Listen, it's just a symptom, George. It's a symptom of what's going on in our country right now. I mean, let's talk about what the Georgia law is really about, uh, because we haven't had much of that. Dropbox has now become a permanent part of the Georgia landscape. They were not prior to COVID. They are now. Minimum of 17 days of early voting, including two Saturdays and two optional Sundays. You're going to have all voters being able to have multiple ways to prove who they are. Driver's license, last four numbers of your Social Security number, even a utility bill or a free ID provided by the state of Georgia. Um, and voting is going to be till from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. as it is right now in Georgia. This is what so we what call is it a symptom. Notice how Stephanopoulos cuts him off with a pointless question. What is this a symptom of? It sounds like you're against. But anyway, go ahead. Of, it's a symptom of this, George, and, 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 I, and I hate to come in here this morning to say this, because I sat here and listened to the president's inaugural address, and I just want a couple of real quick points from it. Politics need not be a raging fire that destroys everything in its path. Every disagreement doesn't have to be a cause for total war, and we must reject the culture in which facts themselves are manipulated or made up. And Joe Biden's broken his own rule 84 days. And now he's lying to the American people, George. He's lying about this bill. He's lying to the American people about it to cause the raging fire he said he was going to put out. I'm very disappointed. Now, now, Stephanopoulos has a constipated look on his face. He's very nervous, anxious, even upset. You can't call Biden a liar. No, no, no. Only Trump is a liar. You can't call Biden a liar. Go ahead. Statements uh, about the bill. The bill basically, though, restricts access to um, early, early, uh, not to early voting. And by the way, he's talking to Yvette, who's an African-American woman, and I believe runs or is part of a very left-wing Democrat organization. Go ahead. 
absentee ballots, but it does expand early voting. It goes far enough. I think that, you know, what we need to talk about is what do we need to do to make sure that uh, early voting is expanded? 17 days is not enough early uh, voting. Well, Stacey so, Abrams, by the way, Stacey Abrams was in New Jersey, in my state, praising Phil Murphy this week for a voting law where New Jersey early voting is nine days. Half half of what Georgia is, yet she's on TV in New Jersey, I saw it myself, saying that this is one of the greatest voting expansion bills we've ever seen, but this is Jim Crow? I'm not, sorry, George, it doesn't make any she's sense. Not for, she's not for moving the All-Star Who game. cares if she's for it or not? That has nothing to do with what uh, Christie's saying. This exposes Stacey Abrams, it exposes the media, the corrupt media, exposes Biden and all the Democrats. They're not calling New Jersey Jim Crow. They're not boycotting New Jersey. For all I know, they'll put the Major League Baseball game in one of New Jersey's cities. That's amazing, isn't it, under the circumstances? Maybe they'll put it in uh, Yankee Stadium or the Mets Stadium, Mr. Producer, given what a great job Cuomo's done molesting women and killing senior citizens. There you go. Cut 10, go. But, Sarah, one of the things we're seeing here, it's not just Major League Baseball. It's Delta. It's Coca-Cola. It does appear here that corporate America is out of step with the Republican base. Corporate America is out of step with the Republican base because corporate America is out of step with America. And I started this last week, and it's been picked up on Fox by other hosts and so forth, so it's important, I think, to restate it. We ought not cry tears for corporations anymore. Remember, Mr. Producer, I made this point last week, early last week. These are corporatists. I've called them corporatists for years. The U.S. Chamber of Socialism, they're not our allies. They're not our allies. They're funding our enemies. They're fun- That's right, not our opponents, not our adversaries. They're funding our enemies. Corporate media and the rest of it, they've thrown in with the Democrat Party. They're not for free enterprise. They're not for competition. They want handouts. They want breaks. They want competition destroyed. I can sit here and talk about Adam Smith, who I love, and Milton Friedman, who I love, all the free market types. I can talk about the Austrian school, Mises, Hayek, and so who I love. The problem is the corporatists don't believe in it. They don't believe it. They figure they'll do fine, whether it's fascistic regime, a communist regime, a democratic socialist regime, a European socialist regime. They don't care. But you and I do care. We do care about the economic model. But these corporations, whether they're in sports or the media or what have you, they're making it abundantly clear that they have rejected you. They have rejected capitalism. They want to get involved in politics. From sea to shining sea, from the West Coast where big tech is, and all over the rest of the country. Go ahead. Well, that's certainly true. It doesn't end early voting. It it expands early voting in Georgia. The president said it ended it. Listen, here's what Joe Biden's got to live with when he wakes up this morning on Easter morning. He is doing exactly what he sat around in the campaign 
and the transition accused Donald Trump of doing. He is lying to cause racial divisions in this country. That's what he accused Donald Trump of doing, and he's a liar and a hypocrite. This wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Why oh, Major League Baseball is making the move? It's a business judgment, George. It's a business judgment. Major League Baseball has to make a decision about what is in their best business interests. I'm sure that's what. Chris, I haven't spoken to anybody if, there, if, if but I'm sure that's what. Is. Doesn't that suggest that there's something wrong with the? Law? No, what it suggests is what an idiot. Where do you get? Doesn't that suggest there's something wrong with the law? No, he just explained that they made a business judgment. And their business judgment is the throne with the Democrats. And they're not to be hassled on, social, hassled on social media. That was their decision. That was Delta's decision. How many of you are going to fly on Delta if he, if he can pick a competitor? How many of you are going to drink a Coca-Cola product now? And I can go down the list. Go ahead country right now. You should ask the people what it who is. know. You should ask the people who know. I've been doing voter protection for 10 years. Uh, Just the idea that you can't give people water in line. I no, thought people's that's babies. Well, that is a lie. A flat out lie. They don't want activists coming up to the line and trying to bribe voters because apparently that's an issue. That's an issue. You can get water. You can get food. You can bring water. You can get bring food. The precinct can give it to you. A family member can do it. They're not talking about that. You're not going to, you know, die of thirst standing in line. You're not going to die of hunger standing in line. The law doesn't change anything significantly in that regard, except for people who are illegally campaigning near the pre. Look, when I was a young guy, 13, 14 years old, I was a precinct worker. And we were told there's no campaigning within, what was it, 50 feet of the door. Period. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter who we are, let alone bringing stuff to give people. We didn't even do that. We never even heard of that. Go ahead. I, I, I have helped people. You can't do electioneering Excuse me. in order to enfranchise I'm, I'm, the vote. I'm sorry, that's just by, wrong. Do it by all. Oh, within 20, 20, I think it's 150 feet. Where in New Jersey, in Chicago, and any place else in the country, you're not. He's saying partisan groups cannot do electioneering by giving out food and water. And in Georgia, Bill says that there can be water provided by the state of Georgia, just not by partisan things, groups. George. And this that's is the kind of stupid part of the bill, but it's not a threat to democracy. Two things. Two things. By the way, who is that idiot? Doesn't really matter. No, no, who is Iskor, whatever her name is? Sarah Iskor? What's a Sarah Iskor? Anyway, go ahead. To restrict voting rights is a threat to democracy. And the fact that they didn't address the elephant in the room, which is voter purging. 198,000 African American Georgians. That's not what Joe Biden and Stacey Abrams have been complaining about. I feel like a middle child at a dinner breakfast. (laughs) No, you're just stupid. Now, Rahm Emanuel is going to. Chime in, the failed mayor, failed congressman, failed executive branch official with the stupid brother. Now Rahm Emanuel is going to chip in. Did such a great job with the schools. You know, the schools are still trying to shake down the, the parents and the kids. And in L.A., they want free child care. Then they might come back to work. Go ahead. One is, you said the corporate America is out of step with the Republican Party. Corporate America has no home in the Republican Party anymore. And this is the first of many times where corporate America is going to make a clear decision. And it's a wake-up call to every other state. Second is... I don't know what he's uh, spittling about. Corporate America, corporate America. Who cares about corporate America? I care about individuals. Go ahead. 
Yes, he no, is. No, no, no. And, and coming from a, you know, we just spent four years with a person <laughs> who had literally he couldn't find the. Ah, shut that. up, you idiot! You notice he has half a finger. You, you do know that, America, right, Mr. Producer? We've commented on this before, haven't we? And does anybody know how he lost it? No, no, he wasn't picking his nose. No, 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 no. That's gross. It's one of those slice machines, wasn't it? Wasn't he working at a deli or something, Rich? This is how dumb the guy is. He's slicing away, slicing away. Oops, I cut off my finger. I cut off my finger. I hope he didn't put that in anybody's, uh, you know, little baggie when they hand out the meats. I'll be right back. Over 2,000 of you, my listeners, made the switch from overpriced wireless carriers to Pure Talk over the past few months. We want the rest of you to join us and to see what we're talking about. If you're with AT&T and Verizon or T-Mobile, your family could save over $800 a year just by switching to Pure Talk. You get great coverage, you can keep your phone and your number, and you'll save a fortune. Pure Talk is the top-rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs with the absolute best consumer service team based right here in America. Does that sound good? Well, it gets better. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just $30 a month. And if you go over on data, they don't charge you for it. They don't care. Go to puretalkusa.com. And enter promo code Levin Podcast. Again, puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin, L E V I N Podcast. And when you do, you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. After the bottom of the hour, What I'm going to do with you, together, I'm going to play the, let's see here, the two-minute, something I've never really done, the two-minute, 20-second interaction Governor DeSantis had with the 60 Minutes reporter, two minutes and 20 seconds. Then, after that, I'm going to play for you, the reporter's name is Sharon Alfonsi, oh, the Fonz, then I will play for you what CBS played, which is one minute. Okay? One minute. So you'll need to listen carefully after the bottom of the hour. We're going to play two minutes and 20 seconds of the governor's exchange with the 60 Minutes uh, reporter, and then what CBS 60 Minutes played one minute. And this, this is illustrative of the corrupt media in this country. What they were trying to show was that DeSantis got a load of money in his super PAC, $100,000 from Publix. And by the way, Publix has been boycotted now by the left. And as somebody who spends a lot of time in Florida, Publix is, to me, the best big grocery chain in the country. There are other grocery chains that are wonderful, too. I'm just saying really big ones. This is a fantastic, fantastic grocery chain. I don't even know who runs it, owns it, or anything. It doesn't matter to me. And the narrative that they were trying to create was that uh, Governor DeSantis got this payoff, pay for play. That was something that was tried on me not too long ago. Well, it was long ago, wasn't it? Ten years ago, whatever it was. And so what happened was, that's not right. The governor's 
that is, the government of Florida was contacted by Publix offering to help. So the entire story was a lie, utterly corrupt. And you have the former state Democrat who runs the Florida Emergency Management uh, Organization that was the organization in touch with Publix. He says that the CBS piece is absolute malarkey, quote-unquote. Then you have the mayor of Palm Beach County, another Democrat. These people oppose DeSantis for political reasons, who said that 60 Minutes is lying, that it's simply not true. You have Democrats coming out and saying that's not right. That's not what happened. The people of Florida know this is not what happened. Now, DeSantis is targeted all the time. Why? Well, we know why. If Donald Trump chooses not to run for president, DeSantis is one of the the individuals at the top of the list because of his outstanding record as an executive, as governor of Florida. They tried to create a controversy that he was manipulating the data. Turns out that was a lie. They tried to create controversies because he's opened up the state earlier than anybody else, opened up the schools earlier than anybody else. Never really closed them. So they want to destroy DeSantis before he gets out of the box, should he decide to get out of the box. And he's up for re-election in two years, too. Now, I had DeSantis on my program February 28th, and we did a rerun of the program this past Sunday. And I'm glad we did. Because my program is on from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox. And I believe 60 Minutes is on when, Mr. Blue? 7 to 8, something like that? And so, people got to see the truth, not related to this specifically, but how well DeSantis has conducted himself. He's been a superior governor. If not the best governor in the country, certainly one of the top one or two. I don't know who's any better. The growth in his state is unparalleled. The tax rates are unbelievable, there's zero. There is no income tax. The spending in Florida is half as much as New York, even though they have two and a half million more people now than New York and growing fast. New York is depopulating, Florida is populating. Just make sure if you go to Florida, you don't look like a dumbass, excuse my French, when these Democrats move to these red states and destroy them like my Virginia is now ruined. Absolutely ruined. Because these clowns come in from... Maryland and the District of Columbia and other parts of the country, and they go, Google, Gaga, let me vote Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. They can't, they can't help themselves. So they try to impose on my state what they left in their state. It's unbelievable, really. But nonetheless. So we're going to do this after the bottom of the hour. I think it'll really uh, it'll put a fine point on what CBS did. And in addition, you should know, and you may know, Also over the weekend, CBS pushed hard to push, push, push people to boycott Georgia, to boycott any businesses that do business in Georgia. CBS did this. They are the enemy of the people. No question about it. I'll be right back. Yes, it's true that Mark Levin is the fastest growing radio show in America. The Mark Levin Show is on at 877-381-3811. You know, two of my favorite broadcasters, 
Jim Nance and Al Michaels. They're, they're really pros. They're really terrific. And, of course, the Masters has played in Augusta, Georgia. And CBS covers the Masters. So I'm just wondering about CBS. Will CBS be boycotting the Masters this year? Will it be uh, turning it over to NBC or ABC? Or Fox Sports or something like that? I'm curious. Will CBS be boycotting Georgia and the Masters? I think that's a fair question. All right. Let's do this. First, the actual exchange between Governor DeSantis and Sharon Alfonsi, 60 Minutes, where she's trying to make a name for herself. She wants to be the modern-day Jim Acosta with a skirt. So listen to the whole thing. It's 2 minutes and 20 seconds. Mr. Producer, go. Public says you know you donated $100,000 to your campaign, and then you rewarded them with the exclusive rights to so first of all, that, what you're saying is wrong. That's, that, that's a fake narrative. So first of all, when we did the, the first pharmacies that had it were CVS and Walgreens, and they had a long-term care mission. So they were going to the long-term care facilities. They got vaccine in the middle of December. They started going to the long-term care facilities the third week of December to do LTCs. So that was their mission. That was very important, and we trusted them to do that. As we got into January, we wanted to expand the distribution points. So yes, you had the counties, you had some drive-through sites, you had hospitals that were doing a lot, but we wanted to get it into communities more. So we reached out to other retail pharmacies, Publix, Walmart. Obviously, CVS and Walgreens had to finish that mission, and we said, we're going we're gonna to use you as soon as you're done with that. For the Publix, they were the first one to raise their hand, say they were ready to go. And you know what? We did it on a trial basis. I had three counties. I actually showed up that weekend and talked to seniors across four different publics. How was the experience? Is this good? Should you think this is a way to go? And it was 100% positive, so we expanded it, and then folks liked it. And I can tell you, if you look at a place like Palm Beach County, they were kind of struggling at first in terms of the senior numbers. I went, I met with the county mayor, I met with the administrator, I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County, and I said, Here's some of the options. We can do more drive-through sites. We can give more to hospitals. We can do the publics. We can do this. They calculated that 90% of their seniors live within a mile and a half of a publics. And they said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents. So we did that. And what ended up happening was you had 65 publics in Palm Beach. Palm Beach is one of the biggest counties, one of the most elderly counties. We've done almost 75% of the seniors in Palm Beach. And the reason is because you had the strong retail footprint. So our uh, way has faceted. It has worked. And we're also now very much expanding CVS and Walgreens now that they've completed the long-term care mission. Yes. And it's wrong. It's wrong. It's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative. And you don't care about the facts because obviously I laid it out for you in a way that is irrefutable. And so it's clearly not. No, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. So she knew that this would be edited. She wanted to get her hits, and you could barely hear them, but you could tell from his responses what she was accusing him of him saying to him. That's two minutes and 20 seconds. Now let's hear how 60 Minutes played this part of it. Cut 11, go. We wanted to ask Governor DeSantis about the deal, but he declined our request for an interview. 
we caught up with him south of Orlando. Publix, as you know, donated $100,000 to your campaign, and then you rewarded them with the exclusive rights to distribute the vaccination in So Palm first Beach. of all, that, what you're saying is wrong. How, how is that not pay to that, play? That's a fake narrative. I met with the county mayor. I met with the administrator. I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County, and I said, here's some of the options. We can do more drive-through sites. We can give more to hospitals. We can do the Publix. And they said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents. But Melissa McKinley, the county commissioner in the Glades, told us the governor never met with her about the public's now, deal. Now, keep in mind, he met with the mayor. He met with other officials. That public's came not to him, but public's came to a Democrat who runs the emergency uh, unit of the, of the state government. So all that's left out. All that's left out, and that 75% of the people in Palm Beach have gotten vaccinated, and she doesn't mention that Palm Beach is one of the most densely Democrat-populated counties in the entire state. So there's nothing in it for DeSantis. Go ahead. Criticism is that it's pay-to-play, It's wrong, it's wrong, it's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative, and you don't care about the facts, because... Now, he disabused her of it, and all the disabuse that that he laid out she didn't play a minute and 20 seconds of it where he laid it out step by step. She didn't play it. Now, people say you can't play everything a politician says. No, but you can't do an outright hit job that turns facts into lies. So their coverage and what they reported had absolutely nothing to do with the facts. It was unencumbered by reality. Go ahead. It out for you in a way that is irrefutable, well, I, I and so like, it's clearly not. Isn't there the nearest no, public? No, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong, away. you're wrong. Yes, That's sir. That's actually a fact. Mm-hmm. That's how 60 Minutes played it. You see the difference, everybody? His entire explanation was not included in the, discuss- in the, uh, in the clip. His entire explanation. It's really quite appalling. That's where the mayor of Palm Beach County, a Democrat, said, no, this is really uh, outrageous what they tried to do to DeSantis. And that's why the Democrat in charge of the state's emergency programming activity, who was first to talk to Publix and Publix first to talk to him, said, no, that's not correct. That's not what happened. Pretty amazing, don't you think, folks? It's the same CBS... That also over the weekend ran a piece pushing hard for people to boycott the state of Georgia and to boycott any companies, any companies that do business in Georgia that don't come out against the voting law. CBS did this. Now in the old days this wouldn't happen. At a minimum they'd be much more coy about it. Even though many of them were liberals, back in the day, as we say, they wouldn't do this. They had some respect for themselves, some respect for their, for their so-called profession. The executives, the corporate executives would never permit this. William Paley and others, no, no, there's no way. No way. But look at what they're doing. First of all, they go after the governor of Florida. Why? They create a phony pay-for-play. 60 Minutes could have gone after the governor of New Jersey. 
60 Minutes could have gone after the governor of Michigan. 60 Minutes could have gone after the governor of California. No, they go after DeSantis. They're making one run after the guy, after another, after another, because they want to destroy him. But he's too smart. He's too earnest. And the guy's rock solid. He's rock solid. Excuse me. I just sneezed to the truth. All right. And then keep something else in mind. CBS is pushing this lie about voting. All the media, the corrupt media, are pushing this. I want you to remember Jake Tapper early on used the word or words Jim Crow to describe the Georgia law. So he's on the Democrat Party talking points. I dare you to find any distinction on any significant issue between the media and the Democrat Party. I dare you. You never will, which is the point of unfreedom of the press. Which I encourage you to read, by the way. Not hawking it. Just in case you can get it at the library, assuming they still have it. By the way, did you see that game between uh, UCLA, Mr. Producer? Did you see that game? You didn't see that game? We got the boycott that. I don't believe they've done anything wrong. It was truly unbelievable. It was fantastic. The guy shoots like a 50-footer and sinks it. And this, this kid, I forget his name because I don't follow college basketball that clear. This kid is really something. I think he's going to make it to the pros and be excellent. All right, we'll be uh, right back. Over 2,000 of you, my listeners, made the switch from overpriced wireless carriers to Pure Talk over the past few months. We want the rest of you to join us and to see what we're talking about. If you're with AT&T and Verizon or T-Mobile, your family could save over $800 a year just by switching to Pure Talk. You get great coverage, you can keep your phone and your number, and you'll save a fortune. Pure Talk is the top-rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs, with the absolute best consumer service team, based right here in America. Does that sound good? Well, it gets better. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data, just $30 a month. And if you go over on data, they don't charge you for it. They don't care. Go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. Again, puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin, L-E-V-I-N Podcast. And when you do, you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. On the border, you know, I'm worried about this, and you probably crossed your mind and been thinking about this too. Reuters, breaking news. Breaking news. U.S. arrests two on terror watch lists who tried to cross border from Mexico. And there's Big Dummy in the White House, roaming around the White House lawn like a homeless guy. Even though he's been uh, vaccinated, walking around with a mask, Next, they're going to put on, uh, you know, mittens, put on a hat, you know, one of those Russian hats. Maybe he'll put on rubbers, as we used to call them, or galoshes, as people call them. 
and just kind of roam around the uh, South Lawn signing stuff. U.S. border agents in recent months arrested two Yemeni men on a terror watch list crossing the border with Mexico illegally, Customs and Border Protection announced today. The men arrested in January and March near a port of entry in California were on a U.S. government watch list for terrorism suspects and a no-fly list. How about that? One of them, age 33, was arrested on January 29 after allegedly attempting to cross the border illegally near a port of entry in Calexico, California. Didn't even know there was such a place, but it makes sense. Border agents found a mobile phone SIM card located beneath the insole of the man's shoe. So he's looking for trouble, this guy. The second man, age 26, was arrested on March 30th, just a few days ago in the same vicinity. The agency did not provide the names of the men, did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Now, the watch list is maintained by the FBI and their terrorism screening center. And it contains the identities of those who are known or reasonably suspected of being involved in terrorist activities. Now, why wouldn't they try and make their move now? Not just those two. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they try and get lost in the chaos and the anarchy? And slip across the border. Because we know we're not getting all of them. Not even nearly all of them. This is what this regime. This junta. Got that New York Times. Washington Post. This is what they're doing to us. They don't know who's coming across with diseases. Let alone the virus. They don't know who's coming across the, the border. Who have criminal records. If they don't catch them. But people we do know that they've caught. Child molesters. All kinds of people. Does Joe Biden seem concerned about this? Not one whit. Kamala Harris, she dumped it off to somebody else. So who's in charge? Nobody's in charge. They're flooding the country. With illegal aliens. Joe Biden, before he leaves office, mark my word. Is going to take some executive action like Obama did to confer some kind of legal right on these people, making it almost impossible to undo it, thanks to the Supreme Court, among others. And so they're attacking the structure and nature of this country, that is, the Democrat Party, on numerous fronts, all of which are intended to empower the Democrat Party and enshrined their power and their rule for a century or more. That's exactly what they're doing. I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, this final hour of the podcast is sponsored exclusively by AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we care about, faith, family, and freedom. Thank you for listening, and please support AMAC. And you can become a member at amac.us slash join. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. 
Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. Did you know? You probably didn't, because only the Free Beacon has reported this and something we have talked about ourselves. Did you know that uh, Andrew Stiles, writing at the Free Beacon, more than one in four U.S. COVID deaths have occurred on Biden's watch? Now, Biden hasn't even been in office 90 days. Did you know that no media outlet on cable or network has reported this? Did you know that no reporter has asked the spokes idiot for the idiot, Pasaki, this question? More than 25% of Americans killed by COVID-19 have died on President Joe Biden's watch, according to the Washington Free Beacon analysis. A high number of deaths on Biden's watch have occurred even with the stunning success of the COVID-19 vaccines developed during the Trump administration. I told you, this guy's a wrecking ball. Everything he touches turns to uh, spaghetti. Although I like spaghetti. Since Trump left office, most mainstream media networks have abandoned their thorough and often hysterical obsession with COVID-related deaths. Something we've pointed out, those graphics are gone now. Those daily charts, as soon as Biden was sworn in, they disappeared. A number of the other crucial accountability projects have been scrapped as journalists readjust their definition of speaking truth to power. CNN, for example, has been afflicting the comfortable, quote-unquote, with headlines such as, infrastructure was a Trump punchline, but is a window into Biden's soul. Biden's first official press conference, a painfully bumbling affair, featured precisely zero questions about the COVID-19 pandemic. No, 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 no. So they unleash the media now against DeSantis and Georgia. I mean, we have a president of the United States, right? His name is Joe Biden. Like it or not, by hook or by crook. Mostly by hook and crook. That said, why aren't they giving this guy an anal exam? Why aren't they all over this guy? I mean, if they were serious journalists, they would be. They wouldn't be going after the governor of Florida. They never went after the governor of New York until, until it was uh, impossible to ignore what the man had done. Meanwhile, Biden's dog continues to reflect poorly on his owners by wreaking havoc on the White House. Alas, a nation's journalists are too busy jumping the COVID vaccination line to notice, much less care. Very well said, Mr. Stiles. It's quite true, isn't it? Have you also noticed that we were the first broadcast here to raise that the, the killer on Capitol Hill who killed the police officer in cold blood by driving into him, that he was, in fact, uh, a follower of Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam? Post-millennial did a hell of a job. The New York Post did a hell of a job, and we did a hell of a job. Everybody was afraid to mention it. I don't know why. Race is everywhere. Race is everywhere. Shouldn't we notice? Well, we noticed. We noticed his links to uh, supporting Farrakhan. Now, the Washington Post, several months ago, did a story that mentioned me. 
Why mention me? I had nothing to do with it about January 6th. That one of the gentlemen who died of a heart attack had been following me and doing some posting. I think we have like millions of followers, Mr. Producer, on social media. The suggestion being that somehow I influenced him. And then had me in the same sentence as the Proud Boys. Mark Levin, comma, Proud Boys, comma, and others, or something that effect. I have no association with the Proud Boys. Honestly, I don't know anything about the Proud Boys or QAnon or any of the rest of them. I don't go that way, ever. And yet they put me in the sentence there because they were trying to smear me. They were trying to suggest to their left-wing kook readers that somehow I had some role in this man's death and somehow I had some association with that group and other groups, all of which is a blatant lie. So I know what DeSantis is feeling, the way they tried to set him up on CBS. But all the media are the same. They're corrupt. They're crooked. But here they ran as fast as they could from this story. They never followed up. They never followed up. And Peter Hassan at Fox News did follow up. Which is why they hate them too. Several prominent Democrats are likely to face renewed questions over their ties to the Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan after the suspect in Friday's Capitol attack, which left a police officer dead, was revealed to be a Nation of Islam inherent adherent. No, they're not. They're not going to face any questions whatsoever. And the killer's name, by the way, was Noah Green. The deceased suspect, Noah Green, included photos and videos of Nation of Islam rallies, On his most recent posts on Green's Facebook page was a YouTube video of a 2009 Louis Farrakhan speech titled The Crucifixion of Michael Jackson. And in it, the Nation of Islam leaders said Jesus was not the Messiah and called Christian theology a lie. Well, at least he didn't call Christians cockroaches or termites, which he's been known to do about Jews. Farrakhan has previously described Adolf Hitler as a very great man and described Jewish people as termites. There you go. Several Democratic members of Congress have known ties to Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam. So why aren't the media focused on this? Why are they concocting a tie between me and Proud Boys, throwing us all in the same group, all of us, we conservatives and so forth, with militia and Klansmen and white supremacy, And here we have members of Congress with ties to Farrakhan, and the media won't touch it. Why? Let's be honest. Because certain races are treated some way by the media, and certain races are treated another way by the media. Certain religions are treated a certain way by the media. Other religions are treated a different way by the media. Corrupt and crooked. House... Majority Whip James Clyburn shared a stage with Farrakhan in 2011. He's been on TV since then. Nobody's asked him a word about it. After the event, Clyburn told the final call of the Nation of Islam's media arm that he was not bothered in the least bit, quote-unquote, by people criticizing his appearance with Farrakhan. Clyburn's office didn't immediately return Fox News' request for comment. It wasn't Fox News. It was this fellow. Danny Davis praised Farrakhan in 2018 as an outstanding human being who does outstanding things. Davis also said he wasn't bothered by Farrakhan's position on the Jewish question, quote-unquote, before later mildly distancing himself from the Nation of Islam leader. 
Davis didn't return a text message seeking comment on his ties to Farrakhan kind of Friday's attack. Georgia Democratic Senator, oh, our new Democratic Senator from Georgia, Senator Ralph Warnock, has also spoken positively about Farrakhan's group. Warnock in 2013, there I go again. Warnock in 2013 said the Nation of Islam's quote, voice has been important for the development of black theology, unquote. Warnock's office didn't immediately return a request for comment. Representative Maxine Waters has long-standing ties to Farrakhan and was seen on video hugging the Nation of Islam leader. Waters received a shout-out from Farrakhan in his 2002 Savior's Day speech, an annual convention held by the Nation of Islam. Later in the speech, Farrakhan defended Palestinian suicide bombers, saying the Palestinians have nothing to to defend themselves with, so they're so exhausted and exasperated Think about that, strapping bombs to themselves, making themselves a weapon. While there's a growing wing in the Democrat Party that represents them. And then for the world to get upset because Iran or somebody's trying to send them some weapons. Wait a minute. If you were Jewish and you saw unarmed Jews being persecuted, wouldn't you come to your brother's aid? Do you expect Muslims to see their brothers suffering like that and not come to their aid? Farrakhan continued. Waters' office didn't immediately return a request for comment either. So really, it's just Peter Hassan who's inquiring about this. Nobody at CNN or MSNBC, nobody at the New York Slimes or the Washington Compost, CBS, NBC, ABC, not interested at all. Instead, they want to lie about the Georgia voting law. They want to lie about DeSantis. They couldn't stop lying about Trump. And they've dropped it. Just like they dropped the fact that the killer in Boulder, Colorado. His ancestry, his background was he migrated to the United States from Syria and he was a Muslim. They did point out that the mass murder in Atlanta who killed eight people including six Asian women, was a white guy. How about a little equity? Isn't that the new word, Mr. Producer? How about a little bit of equity, huh? How about critical equity theory? I'm into that. Critical equity theory. I'll be right back. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest-growing organizations in America, now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. 
Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead. A-M-A-C dot U-S. Janice from New Orleans, Louisiana, has a very rational question. Janice on the Mark Levin app listening. How are you? I'm doing okay, Mr. Levin. First, I'd like to, to thank you for what you do. A friend of mine back in 2007 told me to put you on, and I put you on my local radio station, started listening to you, and I cannot tell you how much over the years I have learned from you. Thank, thank you very, you, very much. Thank you very much. Now, I was, I was thinking, mm-hmm. um, I don't know why people have to make such a big deal out of every little thing. If, if you go on a vote and you think there's a chance there's going to be a long line or something, what, first of all, is wrong with bringing a bottle of water with you? But then I find myself thinking, too, can you imagine people out there, they're, they're drinking water and everything, okay, but you're not near the building yet. You're not even, you know, really six. What happens if you have to go, you know, to the bathroom after mm-hmm. you drink that water? You know, a couple of things that, that cross my mind. Well, you're exactly right. Just listen to this. Listen to how ridiculous this whole discussion is. This is where the Democrats drag us. You're talking about people... 18 or older voting. Now, if they think they're going to need water, bring water. You don't even have to have a bottle of water. Get one of those cups, do something. Uh, People, this isn't the first time most people have voted. If you think you need crackers, bring crackers. Look what's happened to our society. We went off, we beat Hitler, we beat Tojo, we beat Mussolini, and now we're talking... I don't know, not even have voting places, I don't have drop boxes... uh, I, I, I want some special interest to hand me water with the peanut butter cracker. What the hell's going on here? We have people overseas fighting for this country. They've left their families. They put their lives on the line. And maybe they had other careers. They're set back on their careers. And people can't get off their ass and get in line and vote. We go, oh, they're going to get water. It must be Jim Crow. Got to be Jim Crow. It's disgusting what's happening here, Janice. It's ridiculous. It truly is. It seems right. to me that people today, nobody can be satisfied, nobody can be happy. They always have to have something to, to complain about, and now it's the Asians. I mean, I'm sorry. Okay, so we got the COVID from China, but I can't blame somebody here living in the United States that's Asian. I mean, most, good, most, and most people do not blame Asians in this country, and most Asians don't believe people in this country blame Asians. This is, again... A, a Democrat Party deal. Uh, and now they're talking about a new virus in India. They're calling it the Indian virus or something. It, it, the same virus, but a different type of, uh, of impact. And I go, well, what happened to India? Why are we calling it the India? A- anyway, it's insanity. Thank you, Janice. That's the bottom line. We'll take more calls, but first I want to do this. Ned Price is the State Department spokes idiot. And at the State Department today, Ned's asked, well, is Biden going to ask American companies to boycott Communist China and its Olympics? Because we have a new standard here now that Biden has set, but apparently it only applies in the United States, and it only applies to lies. It doesn't apply to the fact of genocide in China. Now, I want you to think about this. We've had genocide in the world before. It's a horrific thing. We've had it in China before. The Soviet Union, Nazi Germany. You can go on and on and on. 
And here we have a man, Joe Biden, who won't even comment on it. Won't even comment on it. Cut 18, State Department, Ned Price, the spokes idiot. First, the reporter. Go. Following the human rights report detailing egregious abuses in China, do you think that American companies should reevaluate their participation in the Olympics next year in a sponsorship role? Well, look, um, I will, uh, the, the human rights... Hey, report. look, at least they hand out water in line. They get the vote there. Oh, yeah. At least they get the vote. They can vote for this communist or that communist. At least they get the vote there. Yeah. Are you dare to compare communist China and the genocide that's going on there with the Jim Crow that's going on in Georgia? How can that be? Go ahead. Uh, quite strong um, when it came to what we are seeing uh, in China, what we have seen in China. Um, it, of course, called uh, what has transpired, what is transpiring in Xinjiang uh, genocide. Stop. So you've called it genocide. Now what are you going to do about it? This guy is uh, sucking his tongue. He's not sure what the hell to say. Go ahead. I'm not going to offer advice to U.S. companies um, from this podium. What I can say is that when it comes to the issues of uh, the issue of the... uh, Why aren't you going to offer advice to them? The nitwit you work for did. And so that's a good question for Joe Biden. Maybe he can explain his morality. It's much like his morality when it comes to abortion on demand and paid for by taxpayers. Yeah, maybe he can do that. What a joke. Let's take another call, shall we? Can we fit another one in? I think we can. Let's go to Tim, El Paso, Texas. XM Satellite. Tim, how are you, sir? Yes, Tim, go right ahead, well, sir. Mark, and yourself? Very well, thank you. Hey, I'm, I apologize, but I want to take you back to, I believe, the first hour of your show today. No problem. Uh, when you were talking about Comrade. Uh, Sanders and where he wants to take the nation, you did your usual wonderful monologue about the greatness of our country, and you used the word as the most diverse country, and I believe you said the most tolerant. Yes. And it struck me, it's that very tolerance that the left is trying to destroy mm-hmm. with their constant focus on race and division. There, there's no tolerance. They, there's no room for tolerance in their philosophy. And it didn't strike me as hard into what you had your monologue today. And I just want to say that's that's what I think it is. It's a lack of tolerance, and they're promoting intolerance. I in think you're right. To keep power and divide us. I think you're right. I think that's what Charles Barkley was saying. He's saying the Democrat and the Republican Party, although I don't know what the Republican Party's doing about it, but the Democrat Party clearly wants it at each, us at each other's throats. Very much so. They're promoting tribalism. Yes, they are. Hate, jealousy, balkanizing the country, promoting tribalism in the country. And that's the nature of the Marxists, isn't it? To disrupt the society, to destabilize the society, and then to crush the society. That's exactly what's going on. We'll be right back. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. 
More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead, A-M-A-C dot U-S. Mark Levin, the cure for the common liberal. Talk to Mark now at 877-381-3811. In passing, but now we're doing a U-turn. Charles Barkley on CBS Saturday. You know, Barkley says things sometimes that are really quite profound and courageous. Um, Says things that are different and intelligent from the pack. Uh, this is why uh, I think people find him quite uh, quite interesting. So let's listen to this. Cut 20, go. Man, I think most white people and black people are great people. I really believe that in my heart. But I think our system is set up where our politicians, whether they're Republicans or Democrats, are designed to make us not like each other so they can keep their grasp of money and power. They divide and conquer. I truly believe in my heart most white people and black people are awesome people. But we're so stupid following our politicians, whether they're Republicans or Democrats. And their only job is, hey, let's make these people not like each other. We don't live in their neighborhoods. we all got money. Let's make the whites and blacks not like each other. Let's make rich people and poor people not like each other. Uh, let's... let's scrambled a middle class. I truly believe that in my heart. And to a great extent, I truly believe he's correct. Although I do have to say it's not the Republicans pushing critical race theory and so forth. They're, they're kind of out of it, the Republicans. They're not even on the playing field. They just kick their, get kicked around like a, like a soccer ball. But I do agree with them that these power forces in our country want us at each other's throats. And that's the whole point of critical race theory that we've talked about for such a long time. And uh, Joe Biden has played into race his entire life, whether he was uh, hanging out with segregationists in the the mid and late 70s, talking about integration as creating a jungle in which he didn't really want his kids to live. How he gets away with these things, I don't know. And now he's doing it again by using Jim Crow to describe something that is perfectly fine, perfectly legitimate. It's not aimed at any group at all actually liberalizes some of Georgia's voting requirements. And so he was happy to use Jim Crow in the 1970s, and he was happy to use it again in the 2000s. He's a very hateful, dangerous, stupid old man. Just a nasty person. He's always been. Always been willing to do anything to promote himself. And now you can see what he's doing to the country. But I think Charles Barkley is exactly right in that sense. That people really want us at each other's throats. We've talked about it here. 
that most Americans want to get along. Most Americans do get along. Most Americans don't look at people to see what color they are. Now, it's obviously noticeable. Blacks see whites, whites see blacks, Latinos see that, and on and on and on. But generally, you want to get along with people. You want to like people, and you want them to like you. That's human nature, you know? They're evil people in this world. There's no question about it. But we're talking about the rule, not the exception. People want to like each other. And people try to like each other. So listen to what he has to say as opposed to, say, LeBron James. Or Steph Curry. He's very earnest, Charles Barkley. He's very straightforward. He's very plain-spoken. But then you look at a guy like LeBron James, who defends the communist Chinese regime and attacked management for speaking out against it, and is more harsh in his criticism of the United States and the people in the United States. There's something out of kilter. There's an imbalance. It is a lack of morality. It's opportunism. And it does grave harm to this country. Grave harm to this country. Let's continue. Laudell, Richardson, Texas, the Mark Levin app. Is this my buddy? How are you? Hey, man, how you doing? Big time doing all right, brother? Doing great. Thank you. Man, good to hear your voice again. Uh, Man, real quick question, man. Uh, the Democrats seem to be, and some rhinos, seem to be very, very, very comfortable and calm and really bold. And typically when that happens, they normally have something up their sleeve a little bit. Uh, typically, I know under Trump, they were uh, always with their hair on fire a little bit, which that was kind of pleasant to see. But now they're really kind of uh, calm and bold. Uh, normally that means they have something planned. Do you get the same, do you become the same conclusion that I'm coming to email? I I think they're very confident in what they're doing because they don't think anything can stop them. They have unchecked power. And I think uh, they're reveling in it. And they can say anything they want to say, no matter how bombastic or preposterous. Uh, They're promoting uh, a... a, You know, Hillary Clinton several years ago said, I'm doing this by memory, if she were elected president, there's a million things I want to do. Isn't that the problem, Lodell? We don't want them doing a million things, and we don't want them doing a million things to us. We pretty much want to be left alone. I think the Democrat Party is fat and happy. They have the media in their back pocket or vice versa. They have uh, higher education in their back pocket. They have the teachers' unions in their back pocket. They have Hollywood in their back pocket. Uh, And even though they have really... No majority in the Senate. The Constitution gives them the extra vote from the VP. They figure nothing can stop them. And so they're going to change the country as much as they possibly can without the consent of the governed or without the government even knowing about it. So I think you're right. I think they, uh, they, they're cocky almost, I would say. And also, when it comes to this whole thing that happened to George, really, really Governor Kemp should have been doing this in 2020. But, we, but I digress. Yeah, you know, you're right. At the same time, what, they, what he should be doing now is, what the Democrats are doing now is they're using this whole thing. Their biggest fear is they love squirrel moments, Mark. They focus on Georgia and, and it kind, of, kind of a warning saying these other 40 other states don't do what they're doing. 
Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to use this as a parameter to be able to kind of push this HR1 and SR1 bill to try to get it, get it across the finish line. So we've got to continue, I agree with you, to put a lot of pressure on, on Manchin and Cinema out of, out of Arizona and, and uh, West Virginia, man, because realistically, they're the ones that kind of can, can either swing left or right. Isn't it amazing that so many aspects of liberty rely on one or two votes? Is, isn't it shocking it's to you that, to be. that they have so breached the firewalls in the Constitution that... Uh, in many ways, they can do almost anything they want if they get a majority. That's not the way it's supposed to be. And, you know, the Supreme Court over the uh, last century has contributed to this. All the institutions of the federal government, all the branches have contributed to this. And now here we are. All right, my man, I want to thank you as always. Keep in touch, all right? I will, brother. Thanks so much for your time. All right, God bless. It's Lord Dallas, good man. Let's go to Gail, Malvern, Pennsylvania. I know exactly where it is on the Mark Levin app. How are you, Gail? Hi, Mark. Thank you for always be the great one. And if I have to be on the Titanic, I'm glad I'm on it with you. <laughs> she was. You're very, very kind, I think. Yes. But, um, I agree with you completely about basically everything. Um, what you had been saying earlier in the show about these multinational corporations and their media minions, um, they don't want competition. They, they, the reason, one of the main reasons I think they stand with the Democrats uh, is they want to encourage these regulations uh, because the small businesses can't afford, you know, carbon taxes. You're right. And, hundreds of regulations, so they want to put out their small business competition and be more and more monopolistic. And, you are exactly uh, they right. foreign labor. Yep. yep. They, do not, they don't believe in capitalism. They don't believe in competition. Uh, they believe in making money. Now, that's perfectly fine by me, but not at the expense of the country, not at the expense of capitalism. You know, there are ways to make money. Uh, in fascistic regimes and even Marxist regimes. But, you know, now's the time to stand up and be counted. We expect these corporatists, we really don't, but what these corporatists should be doing is defending our system and not contributing to its downfall by uh, throwing in with the most radical ranks. But this isn't just professional sports. It's happening across the boardrooms. It happens in in, uh, radio companies, TV companies, all kinds of uh, companies now because... You have these boardrooms and management that are filled with leftists and or frightened to hell. They'd just rather not be subjected to the Twitter attacks and so forth. They're gutless, absolutely gutless. But, you know, we're an army of tens of millions. We don't have to put up with this crap. And that's what I try to do here all the time, not only speak about this and confront these entities, but say, why, why do you give money to them? Why do you give money to them? It's like AT&T. AT&T owns CNN. Okay, there's things you can do about that. Comcast. Maybe in your area you only have Comcast, but, you know, they own NBC and MSNBC. All right, my friend. (coughs) Excuse me. I appreciate your call. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest-growing organizations in America, now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. 
More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead. A-M-A-C dot U-S. Let's go to Doc in Catfish, North Carolina. I like the sound of that. XM Satellite, go right ahead. You're on, Doc. Hey, Mark. Man, you are you are the greatest. I love you, man. Thank you. Uh, he said get to the point. I know it's late. So uh, this new Georgia You know, as Mo used to say the Three Stooges, take your time, but hurry up. You ever hear that? Okay. <laughs> okay. This Georgia law, which is... Uh, you know, you got to have an ID. Yeah. That's really racist. Oh, yeah. But um, So I'm a big Braves fan. been listening to the Braves, watching the Braves since for 55 years. I'm 62 years old. So I'm talking to my brother this weekend. We're talking about everything and how MLB is politicizing everything and NCAA politicizes everything, and I'm just so sick and tired of it. So the bottom line is, you know, people call you all the time, what can I do, what can I do? Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to quit watching the damn Braves. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I got to say, the Braves objected to what was being done. Oh, I know that. I realize mm-hmm. that. I feel for the people of Atlanta, and I can give a damn about the All Star game. I really don't care about. I, that. I I never watched that damn thing. Yeah, it's 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 meaningless. It's the prima donnas of the prima donnas, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the, the game really is meaningless. Um, but uh, I, you know, I just I'm really torn with this because I'm, it's something I love to do. It's just something that I've recently retired. I got you know I got time on my hands to do things, and it's a way I've relaxed. You ever watch professional bowling? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have, but it's not a, it's not a, you know it's not at the top of my list. <laughs> well, did they move the damn bowling championship out of a... Well, that's a good question, isn't it? But I'm asking, is CBS now going to stop coverage of the Masters in Augusta, Georgia? Well, that's... Absolutely. We talked about that, too, over the weekend. A couple of buddies of mine on Facebook. Uh, I think the, the, the Masters guys, uh, they got the balls enough to say, go take a hike. You know, a couple of years ago, they tried something. Oh, I don't yeah. remember what the details were. But they, they said, well, hell, we won't have any commercials. And we watch golf. Maybe they'll take out the commercials for the Here, break. Here's what I recommend. If for some reason you need to travel or you want to take a vacation, look at the state of Georgia and see if there's something there they could offer you. There are a lot of great places in Georgia. There's a lot of reasons to go to Georgia. Although I'm still ticked off at them for sending two commies to the Senate, I must say. Oh. Uh, but all that said... The Republican legislature and the Republican governor didn't do anything wrong. As a matter of fact, you want to know what I think? I think that law is way too liberal. Why do you have 17 days of early voting if New Jersey has nine? What's that all about? Drop boxes. 
They put drop boxes there out because of the virus. Why are there still drop boxes being put out that are not secure? So my attitude is, I have a problem with this. And, you know, they're not going to want me to criticize it. Oh, you're really Jim Crow. You must be a member of the Klan. Yeah, the Jewish guy's a member of the Klan. But all that said, I think they went too far. I think they should have gone back to what they had before the virus. Don't allow people to intimidate you. Well, that's just one man's opinion, Doc. It's like we, don't, we won't say the, uh, the, the B word in our house. It's President Dupas. And uh, President Dupas uh, came out, you know, last week and said they restricted the hours. They, well, hell, they, they he's a liar. The even long? even the Washington Post twice said no, that's not correct. But he'll keep repeating it because Joe Biden is a liar. He's always been a liar. He will always be a liar. All right, Doc, take care of yourself, my friend. Be well. Cindy, Reno, Nevada. Mark Levin app. How are you, Cindy? Good, Mark. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you. <laughs> just, I just wanted to notice if, if I had missed Charles Barkley retracting his statement from a few weeks ago when the vaccines were starting to come out. <laughs> I always used to like Charles Barkley, but I've I didn't say I like everything he says. But uh, <laughs> no, but he thought he thought all the NBA players needed to get their vaccine first because they paid a lot in taxes. Well. That's an interesting argument, too. Can you imagine if he said all rich people should get the vaccination first because they pay all the taxes? Can you imagine if he said that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I never heard the retraction, though, on the, oh, on not the NBA get one. players getting vaccinated. No, know, I agree with you. I think the UFC and MMA players ought to get vaccinations before the NBA players, personally. But that's just me, and you want to know why? They're in each other's faces, literally. Spit flying all over the place and so forth. So if we're going to do a hierarchy when it comes to sports, they're first. But I get your point, Cindy. Thank you for your call. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. I want to thank each and every one of you. God bless you. Great American patriots. And I'll see you tomorrow. Be well. Be well.